Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 238. Hello, two of us again. Again. It won't be this forever. It might. 240, though. 240 has other people. Whatever. <laughs> it's not this forever. We promise. But it is right now. <laughs> Thanks for enduring us. The, the drought. Yes. But it's us. We're back. Yeah. We got a wide array of topics. So, yeah. We're here. Uh, we're going to be talking. I would normally be playing chess, but Don't spoil. our recording table is a little preoccupied. Uh, maybe after an episode comes out, I can explain. But as it is right now, I cannot play chess. Not playing chess at all. You could download a chess app. I need play my on your phone. I need my phone to look up things. Okay. I need my tools. So, how have you been? Tired. Yeah. What mm-hmm. what's new in the baking world? You made donuts. I did make donuts. Regular... They were okay. Uh, they were good. I think they were good. Definitely better fresh, but not bad by any yeah. means. You made brioche, a regular I brioche. I did make brioche. That was delicious. Yes, that was your favorite. Yes. You figured out that it's essentially just like Hawaiian sweet rolls. Yeah, just not pineapple. Without pineapple. Yeah. yeah but that was really good. I'm yeah. probably gonna make that again next weekend and make it like a shareable rolls and bring it to the office. What um. What do you have brewing right now? Brewing? Brewing right now. I'm trying to make a sourdough starter. Yes. It doesn't smell good right now. I'm hoping that tomorrow it will. But if it doesn't, then I'm just going to start over and Yes, with a different recipe. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Hollywood. You're trying. I, I'm going to blame my ingredients. Maybe the water because I use tap water. Oh, you got to filter it. I don't know. Probably. You probably do. You probably do, yeah. So maybe that was part of the problem. So we'll see how it turns out tomorrow if it doesn't smell good because I refreshed it tonight. If it doesn't turn out good, I'm going to find a new recipe. Start over. Yeah. Sourdough start over. Just like this conversation, how is uh, Luigi's Mansion? You played a little bit more of that since we last recorded. Oh, I don't remember. It's been a few days since I've played I played it, so I don't really remember. I, I still like it. I don't care if it's a kid's game. Fuck you. <laughs> I know that you were going back and just like getting all the gems and stuff. Yeah, that's the last thing I did. On a couple of them. Yeah. The one where you had to go into the freezer and hold a ice cube over and then the lit stove. Yeah. I was in that room messing around with everything and i grabbed that ice cube and i was like i feel like it has to do with something with this so i tried like throwing it at things and it wasn't working and then i just didn't put two and two together because i had turned the stove on and off when i first entered the room and thinking that would do something and yeah I was like nope it doesn't but it does yes so i like left that room asked you to look it up and you were like you have to go back to that room mm-hmm. yeah because i was like oh do you have the one with the ice cube and you're like I was just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like the game. It's fun. That's fun. I've been playing more Smash. I did play some Skyrim while you were out. Getting lunch. Yeah. Mm. So I am still progressing through the Thieves Guild storyline. Uh, little 21 Khajiit. A little thief. So, I mean, that's interesting. I'm, mm-hmm. I got a quest I've never actually gotten before, so that's fun. Oh, really? It was in Markarth. Mm-hmm. Markath. Markarth. Uh, there is an abandoned house, and when you walk by it the first time, a guy's out there, and he's like, do you want to go in here with me? I think it's haunted, essentially. Hmm. Super paraphrasing. Hmm. And you go in, and the guy's like, it's definitely haunted. Let's keep going further. And I was like, all right, this guy's going to fucking turn on me. Mm-hmm. And then you make it further, and then you hit a door, and it's locked. 
and then the house starts like shaking and like a voice starts playing in your head mm-hmm. and the guy you're with is like oh shit this is way too powerful we need to get the fuck out and then you go back to the front door and the front door is locked too mm-hmm. and the voice in your head is essentially saying kill this guy and then i'll let you leave and i thought about it for a second and i was like oh wait my character i'm not trying to be good and so mm-hmm. i just killed him like instantly <laughs> and now i'm on this quest line where there's like this demon that lives in this house but he has been getting like uh some priest of another god praying at this house or whatever and like keeping the demon at bay and so now i'm going to bring this priest back to the house so the demon can do away with the priest yeah i was like i've never seen this quest before yeah that's so weird (laughs) yeah that's weird (laughs) so that's what i'm doing in that i uh unlocked quite a bit of characters in smash probably around like 40 or would you say more i don't know i didn't count i still got more though but i got like the random ones like duck hunt olivar olimar 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 from pikmin yeah i know that there's there was at one point like a big uh internet thing to get a pikmin game on the switch and there isn't one yet oh yeah so i got him inkling obviously i got so many goddamn fire emblem people um so yeah still Mm -hmm. fun Uh, i'm still i'm playing more of classic mode as opposed to the journey of light i can't remember what it's called the weird like spirit board level Mm -hmm. Uh, because i just feel like so many of the things i'm doing right now it's like you versus three other people that's not fun that's just frustrating yeah i think that's it for the weekly talks uh do you want to talk about grimes first sure get that out of the way so grimes chess talk 2015's album of the year artist jesus that was so long <laughs> that's ago. when our names came out and so it's been five years and she finally put out her next album miss anthrop myths anthropocene miss anthropocene miss anthropocene because it's anthropocene. like i don't know it's like anthropy right what that's a word is that a word i don't think so okay anyway what did you think it was okay mm-hmm. i did talk about it a little bit before we recorded I mean, the singles that it had was Violence, uh, which I don't remember when that one came out. It says September of last year. Mm-hmm. And then So Heavy I Fell Through the Earth, My Name is Dark, 4AM, and Delete Forever. Mm-hmm. And I only really remember the last two being released. Yeah. Uh, we thought that We Appreciate Power was on the album. It's not on the regular album. Oh. Yeah. That's on the like deluxe edition. That's weird. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm um so i mean it's okay like i said Mm -hmm. Uh, i told you to me it sounded like she finally figured out instruments and so she felt the need to have like a bunch of instruments in all the songs Mm -hmm. whereas on previous albums it was more electronic based yeah and so like art angels was the album where she figured out like oh i can sing throughout Mm -hmm. my songs and it doesn't sound terrible yeah and so on that album she sang on like every single song mm-hmm. um and this one it was just experimenting with her voice even further with like not just doing the weird wispy grimesy mm-hmm. noises and just like singing like a person uh and instruments and it was just okay okay you you thoughts <laughs> that's how conversation yes. work yeah i don't know because you said you liked it i did words are hard when we appreciate power came out I was like, okay, this is like a darker mm-hmm. 
edgier art angels. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of expecting. Mm -hmm. And that's not what we got. No. So I'm not, I'm not mad because, you know, she can express herself however she wants to. Not every song was for me. I think as an album, like, it flows together, which is good. There are some catchy, catchy, catchy songs. It's just different. I don't know. It's hard to really, like, pin down, like, what I liked and didn't like about it. But I more liked it than didn't. There's just some songs that are unnecessary. Mm. I feel like... I don't remember what the song is called. I think it's Dark Side. But I think she was trying to recreate Scream. Yes. And it didn't... Definitely. It didn't really work out. It's not for me. But... Yeah, so how do you think I feel as someone that didn't even like Scream? Yeah. (laughs) I liked Scream. I know you did. Oh, I like like the singles. I know you didn't really like Delete Forever. And it was really fucking weird to hear at first. Yes. And then I was like, okay, this is catchy. It was fun. It was like Miley Cyrus meets Grimes. It just, you put it in the context of the album, and the mm-hmm. first song is So Heavy I Fell Through the Earth, which mm-hmm. is like the six minute yeah. something. I'm like, it reminds me of Visions. Kind of, but it's just a very odd album opener. Yeah. And it just sets the tone for the album in a really weird way because mm-hmm. then the next song is Dark Side, and you're like, okay, this is another completely different song. Mm-hmm. And then it's Delete Forever, and you're like, okay, this is another totally different song mm-hmm. that I don't get mm-hmm. in my mind. And then violence came on, and I was like, oh, okay. And then 4 a.m., I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. New Gods is also good. And then I think My Name, my name Was Dark was okay. Mm-hmm. And then You'll Miss Me When I'm Not Around. Just the title, I'm like, shut up. Uh, and then... But you did miss her when she wasn't around for five years. Yeah, and now she's back, and, you know, uh, Before the Fever, I honestly don't even remember it. Yeah. And then the album closer was also just okay. Mm-hmm. That's my... Very yeah. generalized thoughts on this album. Yeah. And so I was like, well, maybe I'm just being harsh. Uh, maybe uh, Art Angels, like, I have my issues with it. Let me go back and listen to it. Art Angels is pretty good. I can yeah. start. Uh, I have to skip the first three songs. And then the. What are the first three? Um, I know Scream is one of them. Let me go and do this to me. Um, so the first three. I mean, the first song is okay. Like, it's just an intro. Um, it's like laughing and laughing and not being normal. I don't even remember yeah. that. Yeah, it's just like the opener. It's mm-hmm. like whatever, and then it's California. Oh yeah. And then Scream. Yeah. And then the rest, like, mm-hmm. I I listened to the entire thing in full. Like, didn't skip a single song. I was like, that's fucking, mm-hmm. that, that's a good album. Yeah. And I think there's a reason why it was the album of the year for us, mm-hmm. and I think that this one just isn't. Yeah. Um, like, I think that she does well when it's a little more poppy with the synth being the main focus, which I think that album did, mm-hmm. as opposed to indie music instruments. I don't know. I didn't... I don't feel like the synth wasn't a main part of her album. I just can't remember, aside from 4AM, any main synth lines or any sort of, like, electronic influences think the whole thing is electronically influenced i mean like (laughs) you know like when you think of like reality or kill me mame or whatever it's Mm -hmm. like there are like distinct electronic parts that like stick out in your head yeah but doesn't mean it's not electronically influenced or there there aren't electronic i just used the wrong words you just wanted like a more melodic synth lead yes which didn't which I can see didn't happen very often in the new album, but it doesn't exactly. mean that the electronics weren't the main focus. They just weren't what you wanted. 
they just they took a back seat mm-hmm. in my mind yeah they took a back seat to other instruments so mm-hmm. i'm not saying that they were gone it's just like they mm-hmm. weren't as apparent mm-hmm. okay so that that's my biggest issue with mm-hmm. this album just because it's grimes maturing maturing or whatever she's that's what every artist would say she's gonna be a mom i don't know how long it took her to write this album i don't know if she's been working on it the whole time i don't know I don't if think like so. a lot of it came out like out of her brain when she got pregnant because i know that like at least i follow her on instagram and all she talks about lately is like how her brain is weird because she's pregnant and she doesn't like it yeah i feel like she's been posting for a while and like saying she's wanting to release the album like i think mm-hmm. when she uh put out we appreciate power like she was ready to put out the album. Yeah, but there like, were issues with her label. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think this album's been written and done for a while. It's yeah. just they couldn't release it for yeah. whatever reason. So Yeah. I don't know. Are you ready to rate it? No. I want to keep listening to it and really let it marinate. It's fine, I guess. You can rate it. I don't, Just give it a five. Okay. It's not bad. Like I said, there are songs like I'll put on a playlist somewhere. Like yeah. I like those songs, but... Mm-hmm. When she's at her, when she's good, she's good. Mm-hmm. I've never had like a bad Grimes experience. Just, eh, in my opinion. There's the first album of the year we've talked about. Been a good year for my music. I'll say that so far. Everyone's losing their mind. Your music should be better. Yeah, I mean it's getting better. Okay. Every year there's more new albums. The quantity mm. does not equal quality. Nope, it it does. Okay. What's the next topic? We're gonna talk about BoJack. I don't want to cry. So we're at episodes five and six of the season. So yeah. we got two left after this. Yes. And spoilers. Um, yeah. Because the first episode was all about him getting a new AA sponsor. Yes. Because everyone hates him because of the shitty interview. Yeah. He got sued. A lot of months passed since yeah, they that interview. Jump cut two or three months. Yeah okay he like was getting sued by sarah lynn's family and i mean he got sued and lost but they reached settled. a settlement so he lost yeah uh for five million yeah and then he's being sued by xerox for a hundred million god jesus christ <laughs> so america fucking, so sad <laughs> god anyway uh diane is finished with her book mm-hmm. writing a sequel mm-hmm. um so i mean i don't want to just recap yeah. All the things that happen, but you know, I am more and more convinced that Bojack will not see the end of this show. It's just getting rough. He started drinking again. Yes. That was so sad. I know. Hollyhock abandoned him. Well, didn't abandon him, just she cut ties. Yes. And I, get I was it. hoping I we get would it. hear the letter, but I guess it's more impactful if we don't. Mm-hmm. We just... know what it says. But I want to hear it. No i know we don't need to so yeah i i don't know what does he have what does he have left todd doesn't want to see him no he's staying with mr peanut butter but mr peanut butter doesn't care really peanut butter isn't a real i don't want to say person because he's a dog but he doesn't know how to actually connect with people Mr. Peanut Butter sees Bojack living there as a good thing for Mr. Peanut Butter, so yeah. he cannot be alone. Yes. He doesn't see it as, oh, I can really help Bojack out. Yeah. It's just like, oh, great, you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so that person won't help. Mm-hmm. I don't think Princess Caroline really cares because he's not really 
getting work and so she's just happy to not have him yeah in his life yeah she's not even trying to get him work because she knows it's a waste of her time yes yeah so he has nothing mm-hmm. I, so I don't think he's gonna make it i know and it's fitting yeah as bad as that is and terrible as it is to say it's very fitting for what seasons one through five of bojack mm-hmm. one through four maybe mm-hmm. at the harshest any thoughts about diane and moving to houston with guy i am happy to see diane kind of get out of her funk we'll say her depression she's still depressed but i i don't know if it's like i'm probably reading way too into it but maybe it's because she's gotten some time away from la and so she's starting to like disconnect from being an la person and trying to be this big sophisticated writer that Mm -hmm. writes things that make a difference and she can just yeah be a person yeah just figure out who diane is i think they've been showing that this whole season and it culminating with her conversation with princess carolyn about just writing something fun mm-hmm. and i think she seems a lot more together yeah because she could just relax and write something kind of probably mindless but that was really fun and apparently meant a lot to sunny yeah which was cute guy and a son sunny yeah and then his mom lady is that the yeah. ex-wife yeah her name's uh, lady i didn't catch that yeah <laughs> guy lady and sunny mm-hmm. yeah i like that storyline it's nice to see diane not in a toxic situation and and especially because she likes to put herself in toxic yeah. situations I was like she like feeds off of that so yeah. she would have just contributed yeah but she's trying to get better and it's really nice i hope she doesn't ruin it mm-hmm because you're rooting for her. yeah you, you want diane you want to be diane no. you want to be a writer no okay i don't but everyone can do it shut up <laughs> mr peanut butter i like their phone call i thought that was nice because it could have been very like looking to the past mm-hmm. kind of conversation but it seemed like they were like mr peanut butter said some line about how if they weren't the people that they were or if they were the people that they were now, they would have never been together or something like that. No. Diane said, you know, if the people we are now met each other, maybe things would have been different. Mr. Mm-hmm. Peanut Butter said, well, if we never met each other, we wouldn't be the people we oh, are yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. It's fate kind of mm-hmm. doing its thing. Yeah. They amicably recognize that they helped each other become better people, even if they didn't mean to. By being shitty By with being each other. By being shitty with each other, yes. <laughs> I mean, you can grow as a person. I don't know. What about Princess Carolyn and Judah? I'm, I don't know. I don't even know if like Princess Carolyn, she seemed to have a reaction towards it, mm-hmm. but I don't know like what it means. Yeah. I don't know if it means they're going to be a thing. She I mean, deserves in, to be happy. I'm indifferent to it. Yeah. I think, I thought it would have been sweet if it was just Judah was always there for her and mm-hmm. just was a good friend. Anything else? Todd? Todd's finally reconciling with his mom in a we weird... We finally see his mom. Yeah. I thought she was dead because they wouldn't show her. I was thinking that the dad remarried and that's his why... stepdad? Is that his stepdad? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking and that's why like we saw someone up there but he mm-hmm. was like, no. But... Yeah. 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 Just... I was expecting her to be dead. No. I... That's why I think both you and Rob said that in the first half. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. And I was like, no, he just, dad's doesn't want the mom to talk to Todd. 
No. The mom didn't want the mom to talk to Todd. How dare she? I mean, I'm indifferent. Yeah. It feels like something that they thought they would have more time Mm -hmm. to flesh out. Yeah. Because like I said, three episodes left, we're finally seeing the mom. Yeah, it was a weird way to resolve that storyline. A very fast way. Yeah. So maybe that was their intention. Like, well, we don't have time to fully flesh this out. Let's just make it ridiculous. Because Todd. Yeah. And a hundred Frito Pies. Frito Pie. Yes. Yes. I want to know what a Frito Pie is. I think it looks it's like just, a chili with Fritos on it, which sounds delicious. I think that's it. That's all. I, that's what I want. That sounds good. Yes, that's. It's a very easy. Yeah, thing. it's a very easy thing. Mm-hmm. I just have this like dread for the next episode because I know it's not going to be fun. What? Did, how did the last episode end? I don't even remember. The last thing I remember was him at the old producer's house, just getting drunk and that but i don't remember how the episode ended i mean he got back to his house and he was watching the blu-ray edition of Uh-oh. horsing around and Uh-oh. he was like blackout drunk and he was grabbing pills and stuff yeah 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 it's not gonna be a good episode <laughs> i can tell mm, yeah i have heard that the next episode is rough so i think this is the worse. beatrice episode there's a Beatrice episode? Yeah, I remember I was saying that there's a thumbnail oh, of like the episode yeah. list and Beatrice is one of them. Rough. <laughs> Here we go. So, yeah, I can't wait to review that next week and give our final rating of BoJack ever. You've essentially like gone through all of BoJack in this podcast lifetime. Really? Essentially. Because, I mean, like the first award show was in <clears throat> 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we didn't start talking about it. I feel like we would have mentioned it at least in 2015. Definitely the next year, because the next year would have been season three, so. Mm -hmm. And with that, what's our last topic? Brantley. Um, Academy Award winning for Best Picture, Green Book. No. Oh. No. And I watched the wrong movie. Yeah, you watched another movie aside from the one that we watched together. I was setting it up for a joke, but whatever. Yeah. Is the joke that no one watched Green Book? No, the <laughs> joke got... was that, yeah, you're right, Green Book was the wrong movie. No, yeah, we did not watch that. Yeah, no one watched Green Book. I think the Oscars do like a ranked voting system. So, like, probably everyone, like, picks, like one of three mm. different things as their favorites and then like green books somewhere somewhere in the middle on their list but none of the top votes are enough to like pick a clear winner so like it moves down and then it somehow green book won is that actually how or you just think that's how it works i read it online so of course that's true <laughs> it's 100 percent true yes if that's true that's really dumb yeah <laughs> that's a really stupid way yeah to do it yeah it's like the they should just make an app that tallies votes stop it <laughs> stop it not on this podcast oh that's our other political yes, that's podcast. chess talk after dark oh i was just gonna say polititalk that's no. probably an actual podcast probably and that's a dumb name sorry that's why it's probably a podcast yeah anyways and chess talk is a great name yes i love it anyway we're talking about parasite we always play chess yeah uh you just came with the idea randomly hey let's watch it like, yeah randomly i was like hey i've heard this is a good movie. no but i mean like it would make sense if it was before the oscars yeah. so we could like talk about it and yeah. be like oh maybe this is good and it's gonna win 
But it's like, oh, no, we know it's good. Yeah. Let's watch it. Yeah. Uh, hey, it was good. It was good. <laughs> I'm assuming you liked it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I do want to say, I when it first Spoilers. came out and people were talking about it, I read the plot summary because I was like, I'm probably never going to watch this. And I read it and I was like, this sounds really fucking weird. I don't think I ever want to watch this. And then it's a lot better than the plot summaries. <laughs> Has. I don't know. Like I, before we started, I was like, I don't really know much. All I know is that there are squatters and not really squatters. Kind of, but not really. Yeah. Um, and it was. I don't know how this got marketed because I don't remember any marketing. But I kept hearing that this was like a horror movie. I did too. It and, was more like a dark comedy with like that switches into a thriller. And even then, like it's just like a mm-hmm. brief moment of yeah. thriller i read a interview with i think it's pong june hang pong ju something i don't know how to say his name the director but i know that the b is like a p sound that's what someone oh, told okay. me once if i'm wrong i'm very <laughs> sorry did someone on the internet tell you that or someone in person i don't know okay but someone told me it was with like a p sound bong jun ho is that his name i think it's just bong jun ho yeah I don't. I couldn't remember. I'm sorry, but he said that when he was writing his script, there's like a very distinct moment in this movie that it takes like a weird shift, like it's no longer just funny. And he said that he didn't really plan that. He didn't have like he said he mostly when he writes he tries to have like this climactic scene that like he starts backwards, and builds up to that. But this like he just had this idea for the front of the movie. And that's what he just kept writing and writing. And it just had this natural progression and it ended up that way. So he didn't plan on it to be like a thriller or a comedy mm-hmm. or anything. He just wanted to tell this specific story. I'm assuming he just started with the idea of poor family makes their way into a rich person's Something like that. daily life. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. What was, did he like specifically say what the moment was that the movie turned? I mean, it's the clear moment that I think everyone noticed that it like shifted when the family's out of town they're in the house and then like the doorbell starts ringing yeah that's like the shift for everyone yeah i would get that because like that's when like just all of this tension rises because it's like well they're not supposed to be there she's in the house she's probably really loyal to this family mm-hmm. oh wait no there's something else deeper yeah i deeper it was obvious when the doorbell rang and then when you see her and like she's got a fucked up face and she seems very panicked and yeah. it's like oh yeah oh no this is bad yeah it got real tense yeah i was very anxious during the entire like last half of the movie <laughs> i was it was i wasn't i don't know i wasn't bored by the movie but towards the end i was i could i was feeling the length the movie Mm -hmm. it seemed to not know how to end itself and that might be like you said part of uh just a result of him not writing from the ending and going backwards Mm -hmm. it's him like kept writing and so like it felt like it was about to end Mm -hmm. a couple of times yeah and then it just kept going and i was like okay yeah Yeah. okay but i'm okay with how it ended oh yeah i'm i'm fine with the ending it's just i felt like it took its time getting to it Mm -hmm. and i don't know if it was super necessary that's what I, I feel like I can't think of a scene that wasn't important to what he was trying to say. I thought that, like, I thought it would have been a good ending if um, the son goes up to the mountains, looks at the house, and sees the blinking lights. Mm-hmm. 
boom end mm -hmm. but instead we see the entire message of mm -hmm. what his dad is saying to him okay maybe end mm -hmm. okay and then we see the son okay and he's writing a letter mm -hmm. and then okay end okay and then we see a vision of what mm -hmm. the son is future is like i know is this really happening okay end mm -hmm. okay the son finishes the letter and okay. that's it I would like to direct you to Lord of the Rings and tell you to fuck off. That was a 13-hour epic. <laughs> that had 17 endings. But it was also so many goddamn storylines were brought up. And this is just the same single storyline. Just like, I, I just thought it could have ended at any one of those points. That's all. But I think that the ending, it, the true ending it got was the most important message what was the message i mean this is everyone's most people's interpretation of it is he's writing this letter to his dad about how one day he's gonna have enough money and he's gonna buy the house and he can just walk right up the stairs and they'll be happy again and then it flashes back to him and it's like no that's not how it works because mm -hmm. there's these lines that you can never cross mm -hmm. and you can say you're going to but society is going to keep pushing you back into where you belong yeah so no it's very bleak yeah no i look not so good i was thinking the entire time i was like your dad told you like don't make plans when you mm -hmm. make plans it all gets fucked mm -hmm. but if you just go about what you're doing then you'll never be disappointed and you'll murder a very yeah, wealthy like, person well, he didn't have a plan and he killed someone so but hey now he's got a sweet deal he doesn't pay rent anymore he just has to not get caught as he steals food from their kitchen. God. What would you do if you found people living underneath your house? I'd be terrified. Could you never have a house again? I wouldn't want a basement. I mean, as far as they knew, like, they had a basement, like, oh, whatever. But, I like, wouldn't want a basement. There was a sub-basement. I mean, they, it could have been hidden in, like, the laundry room or something. Mm -hmm. It was, If it was, like, a back panel of the washer. Stop it. I'm just saying. Like, if you open that door right now and, like, Stop. knock twice on the panel, and then boom. There's no panel in there. Well, there is. Okay. I just, that shot of when... The, the son. Yeah. When Duck, he saw his Duck ghost. Song. Yes. Da Song. Da Song. Yeah. yeah. When he saw the ghost, that was a fucking terrifying shot. To me, the most horrifying shot is when uh mr kim is downstairs after he um was trying to get uh the original lady original housekeeper mm -hmm. tied up and he goes back and he sees um the husband banging his head against the lights and is yeah. just like giggling to himself I, that was creepy that to me Respect. that entire that actor's faces and his noises he was making. Yeah, I'm like, both of those scenes were him, so... Yeah. He was terrifying. And then when he was leaving at the end and he got up the stairs and he was just walking with just determination on his face. Mm -hmm. And he walked by the knives and I was like, oh, okay, he's going to grab them. And then he kept walking and I was like, oh. And then he stopped and turned and grabbed a knife and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he is I right. a knife. <laughs> yes. He is crazy. He is going to kill someone. Yes. The people that killed his wife. I mean, I thought it was interesting that he chose to go for the daughter. I wonder if that was just, like, the first person that he saw. I think so. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I know definitely, like, Kim, Mr. Kim, what's his, I don't know what his actual, like, I think his Korean I name remember. was. 
they just always called him Mr. Kim. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Kim and uh, Mr. Park. Yes. They were hiding in the bushes. Mm-hmm. And then I think the mom was like off in the back being yeah. a housekeeper. So yeah. it makes and sense that he just grabbed her. And he already killed, quote unquote, uh, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, he did his damnedest. Yeah. He got him once and then he even did a it double was tap. A fake rock. So that's why. Yeah. Was that the point of showing that was like oh yeah that rock was bullshit yeah it was bullshit because it was floating when they went back to their basement that's right i didn't catch that yeah it was like um uh, what did she describe it as um because it's like portrayed as this like symbol of like your future wealth and success but um the actress that plays mrs park um set called it the like shortcut to success and that's like the metaphor like it's hollow it's empty and Mm -hmm. it's not real superficial yes it's something that lower class families give to each other (laughs) i mean his friend min was like an upper class person like he was in university yeah and going abroad like that's why it was weird for his family to see min there because he doesn't they don't really intermix yeah usually and i'm sure min had never been in the house before and they did not want him to see it yeah i really enjoyed it i did not expect to just because I'm not, I don't know, I thought it was going to be a horror movie. And when I read the plot summary, I was, thought it was really fucking weird. But, I damn, mean, damn, it's a good movie. Why, what about the plot summary seemed weird to you? Because it was very just, like, succinct. Like, kid gets job, kid gets sister job, mm-hmm. sister gets dad job, dad gets mom job. They find person under the house they some people die and i was like that that doesn't make sense like how does this actually happen yeah i mean but seeing it play out i was like okay i can see like it takes away all of like the skills that the family has to make it happen yeah so reading it just in like a very plot by plot it seems too fast yeah i was like this is dumb it sounded really dumb Mm -hmm. but i was actually very impressed Mm mm-hmm Apparently, Quentin Tarantino really likes Bong Joon-ho's films, and I can see why now. They're very similar You think it's style. like a Tarantino light? I mean, not Tarantino light, just I can see why they, like, he has a different style, but they're very similar. Dark comedy, kind of gruesome for no reason. Yeah, takes a turn. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, still keeps its comedic tone, and, like, it's very, a good character study in humanity does the director have like a track record for movies just like this or were you not too sure he has really like beloved films okay um one that i remember is snowpiercer okay i think that's on netflix and i don't know how to say the name of the other one it's okja and i think that was nominated for some academy awards a few years back as well Mm -hmm. and those two are like very like cherished films by film lovers apparently okay so he does have like he's probably like how they described mr kim as like the tom hanks of south korea as an actor Mm -hmm. he's probably like the quentin tarantino of south korea yes or the marcus scorsese of south korea like he is the guy yeah yeah i mean i would hope so if he's the one that wins a best picture for oscars so he does have like a good track record with his films and it's cool that this one kind of broke through i think it's a universal theme Mm -hmm. so that's probably why it's done so well in america 
as well. Yeah, and I think it's a very mm, global... I mean, based on what I see on the internet and stuff, it's a lot of upper class versus lower class, the mm-hmm. top 1% versus everyone else. And so yeah. it's, it's a, a very universal message that people can relate to. And I think are actively seeking out medium mediums that support, oh yeah, we can do it. They're crazy. It mm-hmm. sucks. Everything sucks. Yeah. Because I think um, it's obviously like, what changes mr kim but it's just such a good writing decision to have when the downstairs guy gets stabbed mm-hmm. at the party and everything and uh they need to get the keys because their son's dying and mm-hmm. well, he mr had a, he had a seizure oh they had to get in the hospital in 15 minutes that's uh, bullshit sorry i mean that doesn't surprise me um and so mr park needs to roll over the guy into the basement to get the key and like he had that poor person smell. Yes. He had the smell of someone that lives in his basement. And so he had to hold his nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's what did it. Mr. Yeah. Kim was like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because they don't portray the parks as like bad people. No. They seem like just kind of out of touch. Yeah. I don't. And <clears throat> it's very interesting to see like that turn. Not that turn like they did anything wrong, but like how like that's enough to piss him off because i think it's i think it's just because mr kim's tired of that in his everyday life where Mm -hmm. he's that person that people plug their nose at and like his daughter is dying is gonna die Mm -hmm. because of this fuck and so he's like all right Mm -hmm. like i can do something with my potential dying breaths yeah i think that's what it like it was just the desperation like the need to finally do something and not just like watch as he's disrespected yeah because they kind of i feel like for the first part of the movie they make you think like kevin's kind of the main character and the main point but like you get to watch the slow breakdown of mr kim like realizing he can't provide for his family and he can't help them and now his daughter is dying in front of him and all he is is just that poor guy that smells bad yeah and it's really sad and i think it also is different because you were saying uh, the parks don't seem too bad. I think it's because they don't realize that they're interacting with quote unquote poor people. They mm-hmm. think that they're interacting with like upper class tutors and uh, assistants, like professionals. Yeah. And yeah. so they're treated like in that same vein. But yeah. as, if we, if the they f- knew what their yeah. life really was, they probably wouldn't be that nice to them. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to know was of the daughter. Why did she flirt with, older tutors constantly uh, i don't know i thought that was such a weird like storyline that people pointed out how she seemed to be kind of like neglected yeah. compared to the sun yeah like just tiny hints of it and how she seemed to be the most like down to earth of the whole family and but she just needed some sort of attention and acknowledgement yeah, yeah. which I, I can get it and it's like a trope it's a thing where the teenage daughter goes for the older boy yes so it's a very universal theme. Yeah. Easy to relate to. Was it easy to relate to for you? No, just, but like, it's not an exclusive situation for to a South Koreans. To a different culture. Yeah. You know, every culture, I think. Teenage girls like older boys. Stupid. Yeah. He's going to ask her out officially when she's in university. He's serious. You stole that line, Kevin. Yeah. 
If you don't have anything else to say. Not really. I just, it was a good movie. and Go watch it. Yes. Uh, Even if you don't know anything about South Korea, you'll still enjoy it. It's still a good movie. They're still just people. We watched the movie on Plex and uh, the first minute the subtitles weren't playing and so oh, we panicked God. and we're I was like, like no <laughs> we need to watch this but no subtitles but we found subtitles but yes. there was a minute where we were both like god damn it we could have rented it you can rent it on amazon i'd rather just like at this point just get it on blu-ray or something yeah i enjoyed it are you ready to rate it out of 10 peaches there's nothing better than that don't think for something better than that out of 10 indians no 10 peaches thick hairy peaches yeah. I thought that was weird that they like called out like the fuzz and like they were scraping off specifically the fuzz. So he, he did an oh. interview and they <laughs> asked why like it's all the a peach thing. <laughs> thing was like important. And it wasn't because like anything special about peaches besides the fact that apparently fruit is very, very expensive in South Korea. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So That's it's why. like a delicacy. It's yes. why it's like so it's the housekeeper person. was bringing fruit around as like a treat for the kids because it's fucking like $26 for a watermelon apparently. Yeah. It was a plate full of fruit. That's yeah. a symbol of wealth. Yes. There are so many symbols of wealth, apparently. That we Mercedes-Benz is the car to have in South Korea, and it shows your status. And yeah. they had their friends come over for that party, and someone had a Mini Cooper, and they were making them park it in the garage so that no one would see it. But don't block the Benz. So many things. Watch um, the movie, but have comments open so you can catch all the things. There should be like a spoiler-free... Like, you know, on SoundCloud where you can leave comments. Yeah. Or, like, on Amazon videos, there's, like, notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Watch, like, a spoiler-free mm-hmm. movie version of that yeah, where just... it's, like, every reference is, like, okay, so this, no, like, it's South it Korea. After. Anyway, the peach thing. He chose peaches mostly, like, stylistically because he, it's the easiest kind of thing to set off an allergy where it can also look, I don't want to say TB. just, like, sneaky scraping the fuzz off the peach is the best like most discreet way to poison her essentially and they really tried to make sure that you could see like the fuzz like yeah in the sunlight i'm sure that's yeah that's why that's why yeah it was just funny yeah so what would you rate out of 10 peaches just peaches peaches 10 i really liked when she was just they were all fighting and she just started rubbing a fucking peach in her face she ran to the fridge just, and grabbed a bag so of peaches. funny, but, like, not thinking about, oh, that could probably kill her. She's trying to murder her right yeah, now. But, like, she's just peach. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, it's a metaphor for booty. I would give it a 9 out of 10. Why not a 10? Um, Probably the length. So you also had a problem with the length. Yes, but not because of the endings. But, yes, 9 out of 10. I'm in the same boat. The length. I mean, yeah, pretty much it. Mm-hmm. The length. Um, I think some of the beginning could have been shaved off because I feel like the entire like middle where the doorbell rings on like did such a good job of building all this tension. Yeah. Like I didn't want to get rid of any of that. Yeah. The sex scene was weird, but it was important to show. It was funny. What what was it, what was it important to show? <laughs> that they still they, like, fuck. Fetishize <laughs> poverty. Oh, with the panties? Yeah, and like buy me drugs. Like oh. they're sexualizing the plight of poor people. Yeah. And it's sad because they're out of touch. I it was a weird scene though. I thought it was funny. 
Yeah, I know you did. It was funny. Just imagine being under the table and it's like, well, mm-hmm. we're here. Yep. Yep. Nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Seal of approval. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. Yes. And I think that's going to do it for this week. So thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next with another thing. <laughs> the last thing. the last two episodes of bojack and other topics so thanks for listening give us a rate tell your dog about us yeah chloe's sleeping send in the us other pictures room of your dog there are, if you send us a picture of your dog we will send you 10 pictures of chloe yes we have them we have many <laughs> we have plenty of those yes so there's your incentive and we'll see you later bye bye